0: This is the GQ Coaches Show. Now, get ready to chop it up with your hosts, Coaches G and Q, for the real talk in sports. Hey, you know what time it is. This is Coach Goins of the GQ Coaches Show. And I tell you what, I know, I know Coach Quick is about to have an out-of-body. Coach Quick, what's on tap for us tonight, my friend?
1: hey what's good coach g you want to know what's popping with coach q well man coach q is so excited about our very special guest via telephone tonight i feel like i'm posted up at the 50 yard line in the georgia dome waiting on an outstanding quarterback to come by and chop it up with coach g and coach q so after this short break coach g and i are going to come right back and we're going to introduce you to our very special guest so make sure those cleats are laced up tight show the legendary quarterback mr michael vick welcome mr vick to our show and i hey i just want to kick out this first question to you talk with us about your experience playing for coach frank beamer and the virginia tech hope yeah it, it was a, uh it was an amazing experience and
2: you know i'm getting to know coach over the three years that i was there um it was probably You know, some one of the best times of my life. And I I say that because, you know, because of the mentorship and the way he handled not just me but all the guys that I played with, every single young man on that roster, uh, Coach Bama catered to, whether it was good or bad, you know, he had some type of input or influence in our lives. And so, you know, we respected him and we appreciated everything that he ever done for us. And, you know, at the end of the day, we always – that's why you see so many guys go back
1: up to Blacksburg. We we respect, you know, the foundation that Coach Beamer built. Absolutely, Coach Beamer is a, certainly a Hall of Fame coach in my book. He's a legend, and and the one thing about Coach Beamer, whenever it any time Virginia Tech played the game. It was all about Beamer ball. Special teams was was his 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 M.O. You had to be great on special teams, and the Virginia Tech Hokies defense was always on top. And then of course yourself, man, Mr. Vic, outstanding body of work at Virginia Tech. Man, I enjoyed watching you play. Watching you play against Florida State in a national championship game, outstanding ball game. Man, just keep keep chopping it up and doing what you do. Okay. I well,
2: I, man, I appreciate it. I, I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going to continue to, you know, everything that you just said, man. I really appreciate. Um, you know, I, you know, as you was making your remarks, I, you know, I just think back to, you know, just how our coaches viewed us, and, and you know, we just all tried to, you know, it was all an investment for everybody, and you know, coaches invested in, and in, in the players and the players investing in what the coaches was preaching, and the ones who did that you know, went on and had, you know, great careers, whether it was in the NFL or in life in general. And so, you know, we, we all try to, you know, do the best that we can, you know, especially when we're young, you know, to help others. And so, you know, I definitely want to pay it forward one day in my life, you know, to give kids the opportunity to be successful in the game of football, you know, understanding knowledge, wisdom, understanding it, and, and be be great football players. So, you know, whatever contribution I can have in the future, I look forward to it. Absolutely. Yes,
0: Absolutely. Coach Quick, man, here's where I want to go. I don't know if you had yes, the sir. opportunity, but, you know, me me living in Virginia, I slide down to Virginia Tech, uh, the Castle Coliseum, uh, to check out uh, the, some basketball games. But I've had the opportunity to be on what we call in Virginia the Michael Vick Expressway, Okay. So they go yeah. in and they reroute this whole expressway so when I roll in as soon as I make that turn, the sign says, you know Virginia Tech exit here. so what's that what's that feel like mr. Vick, when you when you when 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 you hear somebody say the Michael Vick expressway what what goes to your mind when I mention it?
2: Yeah, well, it's just a lot of you know hard work and dedication you know that was put in you know in terms of you know trying to be the best that I could be and coming from you know where I come from and the dream that I dreamt. As a kid, it was all about, you know, making it to the National Football League. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know if your dream will come true. You just know you got to go through all these different levels to to get to where you want to go. And so I guess, you know, from the time I was, you know, eight years old, I like to laugh about it when I found out that you can make, you know, a lot of money playing football. (laughs) You know, I felt like I, you know, I figured out what I wanted to be in life and what I wanted to do. And so that football became everything to me. You know, it was like a, you know, like a chunk of gold. And so, you know, I just cherished it. I appreciated it. I loved it. And it was always that way. So, you know, knowing that I paved the way for so many to come through Virginia Tech, whether it's through roads or recruiting, you know, getting some of the best kids in the country. I'm just appreciative that God put me in that situation.
0: You know what? That's well, well said. Coach Quick, man, is that you in the back of the end zone, Coach Quick?
1: Absolutely, ready to toss out this next question. Um, Mr. Vic, you just talked about your 8-year-old self. So my next question to you is, what player or quarterback did you most want to be like growing up, or who did you most pattern your game out there? Um, uh, you know, as a kid, as an
2: 8-year-old, um, you know, I, I didn't know what I was watching. I didn't know what position I wanted to play. I started out at running back and then played quarterback. Well, I started, I'm sorry, I started out a receiver, then played quarterback, then played running back in three years, and then ended up having to play quarterback, you know, when I was like 11 to 12. That year we won a Super Bowl. I played good enough that the coach coaches next year wanted me to, to play quarterback. And so, you know, I never wanted to be a quarterback growing up, but you know, by the time I started to look at, okay, what does this position really entail? Like, if this, I'm really getting good at it, so what players can I watch? <laughs> you know, when I cut the TV on on Sundays, they, they play like me. And the only person that I could find at the time was uh, Steve Young and, and Randall Cunningham, the only two. Steve, because he was left-handed, he threw left-handed like me, so I paid, paid attention to that. And so, yeah, you
1: know, yeah, so, so I, I analyzed Steve Young, you know, to say the least. Yeah, you know, later on in this interview, we, we're we going to play this game called the name game. And um, I threw Steve Young's name out there because I just had this gut feeling that I felt like you probably patterned your game after Steve Young. Left-handed quarterback, he, he moved around in the pocket, got away, same things that you used to do. So I just felt like, okay, yeah, this is a comparison that I can see. Mike, yeah, no, H- I Steve Young. Absolutely. Yeah, Steve was the man. I love him to this
2: day. Yeah, as a player, as a person. it's great. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Coach, I'll take it over to
2: you.
0: Well, you know, I got to go here, man. Yeah, I just got to go. If I don't go here and y'all talk about San Francisco, I got to ask this question to Mr. Vic. How was it playing for the legendary Mike Tomlin?
2: It was fun. It was really fun, man. Um, You know, every day I love coming to our team meetings just to hear Mike Tomlin express his thoughts, whether it was on (laughs) football or life. (laughs) or if it was somebody coming in late or if it was somebody not paying attention to detail or if it was somebody just not respecting somebody in like the cafeteria or something, it was always, you know, um, you know, five to 10 minutes of just good schooling, And, and, you know, it's like listening to your dad talking, you know, you know, you can do that all day. Um, if you know, he's talking with sense and we know Mike Tomlin makes sense. So, you know, not, not only that he was a good teacher, he was on the defensive side of the ball, so I didn't spend a lot of time with him because I played on the offense, and so I spent more time with Ty Haley um, than than anything with him being the offensive coordinator. And then Big Ben and and um, I forget my guy's name, uh, Landry Jones, uh, who ended up playing. So it, it was a good experience, though. we had a lot of fun, man. And, and Mike Tomlin made it, you know, made it be you known, that it was a it was a winning atmosphere at at all costs,
0: and we do what it takes to win. So it was the Pittsburgh way. It was really cool. Yes, sir. Coach Quick, you heard that, right? He said, and, and, and of course, Mr. Vick, I'm a huge Steeler fan. So I'm just rubbing it in on uh, Coach Quick since he's, <laughs> since he's by way of the commander. So, Coach Quick, man, I'm going to kick it to you for the next question. Yes, sir. Mr.
1: Vick, I got to go here. How did it feel for you being the first ever African-American quarterback to take number one overall in the 2001 NFL draft?
2: Um, you know, it felt, it felt great. Like, it was a dream come true. Like, I never thought, like, in a million years that I would be drafted number one. I just wanted to be drafted in one of the seven rounds. That's all I ever asked for and prayed for. And, and so, you know, to go in the first round, it's like it's a real feeling. You, you know, it's like something that you could never even think of or dream of. Like, it's unrealistic to dream that. But you can dream it. But it's really unrealistic. And so I, I dreamt in. I, I dreamt of making it. Um, God just added a bonus to it, and that was to be number one.
0: Mm. Wow. Well said. Well said.
1: Yes, sir. Now, my next question. In many people's eyes, you changed the way the quarterback position is played. What are your thoughts on that? And how did it feel for you hearing talented kids coming out of high school and college wanted to be like Mike Vick? Uh, And,
2: you know, that was really cool, too, because, uh, you know, I I, I wanted to be like Steve Young, wanted to be like Randall Cunningham. I never played in the backyard and said, when I make it, I want a kid to want to be like me or play like me. I never said that. So God blessed me with a talent that allowed me to play a a different style of football, a different brand of football that kids said, I want to be like him. And so that's just another bonus. You know, the only thing you can do is thank God for that and... You know, I, you know, I had a lot of coaches who poured into me to make me a better, a, a great player to help, just at least to help the football team win. That was important. So, you know, there was just all the attributes coming out at the right time. Yes, sir. see, i I'll kick it back over to you.
0: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and go here, right? I, I gotta go here. I'm gonna tell you, Mr. Vick, when you were when you were drafted to Atlanta Falcons, I happen to be living in Atlanta, and I'm here to tell you. I want you to know I had a pair of them Mike Vick sneakers, them Nike ones, the black ones with the red. And, I, and I'm a little bit older than you are, so I'm, I'm an I'm a old head. But in that, I want to just thank you for just what you did on the field. I mean, it was it was so electrifying when I was in Atlanta, and my son was a little fella. And now, as I look over my shoulder, he knew that uh, you were going to be on the show, and he stopped by the house yesterday and went in the closet and pulled it out. And as I look over my right shoulder, I see that number seven jersey hanging on that 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 I've got him when he was a when he was a kid, and he was so excited. He's refereeing. Uh, basketball now, and so he was leaving, and he was like, "Man, Daddy said I can't believe you guys gonna have on uh, Mike Vick." So, just from 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 my son to to your career, he just wants to give you a shout out. But here's where I want to go: How did you how did you learn to throw the football? Basically, just at a flick of a wrist. Throwing
2: uh, the ball every day. Uh, I, that's you know that's something that's. Um, you know, it's, it comes together through like just repetition, like doing the same thing over and over again. Once again, another bonus from <laughs> God, one of God's gifts. And, and so, you know, it's not something that, like I can't take, teach a kid how to have a flick of a wrist throwing motion. Um, you know, it's just not possible. So, you know, just another thing that I was, you know, sometimes it wasn't, you know, my arm was too strong at times. It wasn't the most accurate. And so. You know I appreciate the arm that's not as accurate, but yeah, it was just another added bonus that I had to to be able to throw
0: the ball accurately. Well, you know what? I certainly I certainly enjoyed that, Coach Quick. I know I don't I don't know what he was doing to your skins, right? But man, he would get that ball and he come dropping back. So here's where I want to go before I kick it back to Coach Quick. What is the what is the what's the longest you've ever thrown the ball, yardage wise?
2: I thought I think I thought about eighty-four yards in the air Shoot. one time. Um, wow. against Boston College, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Virginia Tech versus Boston College, uh, nineteen ninety-nine. I think it was sometime. That's a Thanksgiving. That's all I know. Wow. Google that and take you to ticket, right to it.
0: Wow, eighty-four yes, yards Full good. Game. Good. Now, boy, I tell you what, I'm sitting here, and Coach Quick, I don't know about you, dude. I'm I'm like, I'm smiling ear to ear. So what we're going to do, we're going to step away, pay a few bills, but who we have on is none other than legendary NFL quarterback, Mr. Mike Vick, and we'll be right
2: back. What's up? This is Mike Vick, and you listen listening to the GQ Coaching Show. Hey, this is Pete Chilka, North Carolina Tar
1: Heel and NBA champion. You're listening to the GQ Coaching Show. This is John Eisenberg, author of Rocket Men the black quarterbacks who revolutionized pro football, and you are listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports. Hey, this is Chris Patola, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show on the real talk in sports. Hey, we're
0: back in. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick and our very special guest, NFL legend, none other than quarterback Mike Vick. Coach Quick, what you got?
1: Yes, sir, Mr. Vic. We play this game called the Name Game on the show. I'm gonna toss a couple of names out to you and you just give us your thoughts. First name, Miss Kefa Vick. Uh Love of my life. Most
2: beautiful person in the world. Yes, sir. Next name, Miss Brenda Vick. <clears throat> love of my life, the most
1: beautiful person in the world. Yes, sir. Yeah, y- two for two. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Next name, Michael Bowie.
2: Okay. To my dad. Um, you know, very appreciative of my dad. Love him to death. Um, he's uh, been a big inspiration in my life over the last two years for a lot of reasons. Um, and, and so, you know, I'm hoping the best for him and trying to make him, help him become a better person. Just like I'm trying to become a better person. Yes, sir. Next name, Casey Vick. Uh, Casey's a, a beautiful soul, who, um, gave me my first job, um, as, as a young painter, you know, um, hey, I worked with him and his, in his company and his, his paint business. Uh, when I was a kid, helped put money in my pocket, uh, helped keep me off the street, and uh, he always cared about me as a, as a as a, a nephew. Uh, I always respected him as an uncle, and and I love him to this day. And so, you know, thank God that you know you had a connection with him because he brought this together. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Um, you yeah,
1: know, thank God for that's all. All right, I'm gonna throw one more name out to you. You touched on Steve Young earlier, so I'm gonna throw this name out: Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb, uh, a great friend
2: of mine. Uh, I'm actually on the way to interview Donovan for a project we we have coming out that's gonna air on Amazon called um, "Quarterback Evolution," uh, which features black quarterbacks and um, you know the evolution of the position. Yes, sir. Um, he's, he's a good friend, great quarterback, um, You know, very humorous guy, um, the type of dudes you want to be around all the time, uh, make you laugh, um, and, and just got a lot of perspective and, and was a really, really good football player. People don't acknowledge the fact that Donovan went to four, four or five NFC Championship games in the Super Bowl. And I think when you have that type of career, you um, you know, you, oh, you can't be upset. You know, you can only be proud of what you're accomplishing in life. And, and so, you know, whether you're not accomplishing the Super Bowls or getting the ring, you know, you still won a lot of games, to say that when I played, I dominated. Wow. wow.
1: Yes, sir. All right, now, that closes out the name game, but I just wanted to run back on something real quick. Your wife, Ms. Vic, me and you share something in common, Mike. Um, my, my wife's name is Kiappa as well. And also, your my wife's name
0: Kiafa? Yes, sir. That's wild.
1: Wow, <laughs> it is. Wow, that's crazy. Yes, sir. And and me and you share the same first name. Michael, wow, that's crazy. It is, and the, the only two people, two women in the world that I know named Kiafa, is my wife and your wife.
2: Watch out. Yeah, because I know I never heard of another person in the 21 years that I've known her. Never heard of another Kiafa. I heard of plenty of Michaels. <laughs> yeah, certainly.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Really cool
0: to hear, man, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah,
1: certainly cool to hear. Appreciate it, Mr. Vic. Uh, coach D, I'll kick it to you for the next question.
0: Yeah, so what we're going to do, folks, uh, uh, as we start to wrap everything out, we got a couple more that we want to hit uh, Coach. Uh, uh, excuse me. I say Coach talking about, thinking about my co-host. Uh, we want to hit Mr. Vic with. Is number one, I, I got to go here. If the NIL was back in the day, what do you think uh, what kinda of, what kind of records do you think you would have been setting with the NIL deal?
2: Uh I think I would have been up there with maybe <laughs> um, you know, some of the top guys. Yes, you know, sir. I I don't know too many of the good uh the great football players in college football who's getting NIL, but I do know or would think that maybe Shador Stevens Shador Sanders, I'm sorry, uh from what, you know, I've heard you know, rightfully so. And a couple of other kids are getting uh, getting top-notch our ideas. I know a couple of kids, is, but you just know, never know what those numbers are. Um, but you know, a guy like Shador um, and these top guys across the country, they they can be in, the, you know, in the, in the millions for sure. Wow. And so, if, I mean, I, I, if I played that time this time, I, I don't know what it would have been. You know, um, hopefully it would have been fair market value. I know. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have stayed in school and like, I, I probably would have stayed in school another year because you know i wasn't ready to leave virginia Tech when i was when it was time to come out i wanted to come back for another year so this allows these kids to live to, to play you know college football enjoy it um you know try to win a national championship if that's what they desire and just put them in that position where they, they don't have to stress over over money or family or anything like that. So it's just a luxury for college football players, and
1: it's great to see us in this era right now.
0: Exactly. All right, Coach Quick, I'll kick it to you for the, your last question.
1: Yes, sir. I got to go here, Mr. Vick. Um, it's a two-part question. What are your thoughts on Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffs, and would you ever consider getting into coaching at the collegiate level or in the NFL? Yeah, I think Coach Prime has done great. Um,
2: I don't think anybody's surprised or shocked that um, Deion Sanders is the greatest, one of the greatest football players ever. Um, is you know, one of the best college football coaches in in, in the country. Um, you know, he's always been great at what he do. Deion is great when he speaks, and, and so, like, he, he's like uh, somebody that I will follow. And so, you know, we have a good relationship. Um, you know, I'm following him closely. And, yes, I would definitely, uh, you know, or would pursue, you know, opportunity in the future. Um, you know, you just got to be prepared for it. You know, you got to, you know, understand, you know, what's at stake, the magnitude of it. You know, what you're getting into. You got to love kids, most importantly. You got to love That's pouring right. into kids. That's and right. so, you know, it's part of the reason I have camps every year. Um, whether it's in Georgia, Virginia, Florida, I'm out 10, or five camps. And every time I leave a football camp, I leave and I'm sad because I wish I can, I always wish I could work with that kid for, you know, a month or three months or, you I hate working with kids for one day, correcting mistakes, mm. watching them get better in eight hours and then having to send them off and then, you know, be so many of them, you can't keep track. So you know, uh, maybe one day God will bless me with the opportunity to spend spend some time with, you know, some kids that um want to learn football, want to be be great, and, and uh, aspire to be, um, you know, great leaders of men. You okay. know, as I aspire to be. So yes, um, you know, hopefully it'll happen one day
1: for sure. Yes, sir. We're speaking it into existence, and I just like to say to you, I'm praying for praying for you, and I'm praying for your father as well. You know, and I bid you God speed in all
0: your future yeah. endeavors. Baby. Yes, sir. Thank you. So, up. so in that, so on behalf you, of um, on behalf of myself, I'll have my closing comments, that we'll talk it over to to Mr. Vic for his. But listen, we want to number one. Thank you so much for taking time out, folks. That don't realize, uh, uh, Mr. Vic is out on the west coast because he was with Fox. He's on Fox on Sunday. Uh, he agreed to jump on the show Monday. He's actually on the way to the airport now. With this, uh, this conversation was taking place via telephone. So with that, I'll kick it over to Mr. Vic for his closing comments.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, shout out to Um for allowing this to happen. Um, you know, or making it happen. I'll say, um, you know, God allowed it to happen. And so, you know, you guys asked amazing questions, and you know, I wish the best for for you guys and your show moving forward. And you know, hopefully, uh, you know, y'all continue to get great guests and have fun when you uh, when you on this type of platform because uh, you have a voice and you can speak to a lot of people and and I think that's really important. So, uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to share my thoughts. So I don't get the chance to do this all the time. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, for 17 weeks during the season and then, you know, a couple of radio shows here and there. So it's always really cool to get on and share your thoughts and so. Uh, appreciate it, man. I keep up
0: the good work. Well, we certainly appreciate that. And you always got an open the invitation. So anytime you want to chop it up, anytime you're in VA, anytime you're close to Charlottesville, you got my number, hit me up. I'll take you to dinner. Uh, and then we can, as uh, uh, matter of fact, we'll even call Unc. We'll have Casey come up and join us. So, <laughs> all right, so co- with that, okay. co- Coach Quick, get us to the locker room. For
1: Coach Goins, our very special guest, the legendary, Mr. Michael Vick. And for myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you. In the
0: locker room. You have been listening to the GQ Coaches Show with coaches G and us, the real talk in sports.